kept you waiting, huh? Good morning, afternoon, or indeed good bloody well evening to all of our fantastic listeners to episode 85 of our gaming podcast, Crosscast. And to get things started, I want to introduce you to the two chumps I'm going to be chatting with alongside the Wheel of Cheese. Tyler, it is the Enigma with a trouser full of talent. talent. Oh, fuck that, because I said his name at the start. It is the Enigma with a trouser full of talent, or is that just a Mars bar? No, it's good. Some it's some good stiff talent. <laughs> it's Tyler. Sorry, mate. I really yeah, screwed. I screwed was, the pooch on that one. Effort. It wasn't my best effort. It was fine. Uh, and it is the sulky Scott that talks more mints than anyone else. It is the labby head himself. It's Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Hello. Hi there. How are you doing? You okay? Choking? Oh. Yeah, not bit. Not bit. I've just never heard anyone say fantastic quite like that before. <laughs> You've got one AirPod in, mate. What's going on? Talk to me about. It. Is it fashion? It's a little bit. It's you know, it's to keep it real down with the down with the kids on the street and that. Okay, so uh, cool. like when I like I like to be able to hear myself. So if I've got these in, I know they've got like transparency and all that. But you know, I, I like to have the one ear free, and the other ear. I do it when I'm on calls at my work. The one in, the one ear free, just you know, so that so when like my wife comes to the door there and she goes, "You're on a call, you're on a call," I'm going, "Shh, I want a call," because she can't hear the earpiece in the in my other ear, or can't see it in my other ear. Good way to start so, an argument. It's yeah. all very well thought out. But yeah, one. I do the one. But when I listen to music. Well, you guys are too young to have one of those Bluetooth headsets when you're in the car, when you're driving, you had a Bluetooth yeah. headset. Yeah, I was too young for that as well. I'm only like a year older than you, Dad. Ben will have had one, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. But one, oh, yeah, blue, like a. Yeah, blue. Yeah. What yeah, like the, <laughs> the weird looking things. Yeah, 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 like with the little flashing light on the end of it. Yeah. Almost exclusively, like taxi drivers and probably Ben. Like. Yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, oh, my God, marketing. <laughs> that was the best. I did I... have one. Did you? But just because I seemed, because I was like, oh, they look cool. Like in like 2006 or something. I'm sure I yeah. had something like that. I remember my very... It didn't, it didn't work properly. Very first mobile phone I had, had one of those screw off and on antennas. And I got one from like the local uh, market, like shit stall, basically, where you could buy like electric pens that hurt people. But it was one that you could flick on and it lit up. And I had a Bacardi oh, yeah. Bacardi case on it. Really? Still yet to drink Bacardi, by the way. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, don't think that's ever going to happen. You've just unlocked a whole host of memories there, but like really old phones and like just the crap you got on. Like Bacardi, you've seen Bacardi cases because you used to get like, like Motorola <laughs> whatever, with a blue rubber case that you could pull over. You get like really awful like branded cases like Bacardi. Yeah. Stuff like that, like some weird vodka. And yeah. then you'd have like your newspaper. Um, I don't know if you ever have newspapers where you live, Tyler, but newspaper and in the magazines in the back of them, they'd have like all the things you could purchase. 
for yeah. like the little image that could go on the top of the phone instead of the Vodafone symbol. And I, I bought a pair of boobs off that and I couldn't get it off. It was, like, <laughs> it was, it was like £4.50. One, my parents paid for the phone anyway, so they're going to find out about it one way or another and I had to try and get my dad to un- and take off. Uh, I am the, the Bar Bacardi fan, the Segway King, the Subway King, the Tyro Mings, the Alpha and the Omega, the Danny Ward. We are the cross players and we're now going to talk into your ear holes about our beloved video games uh, like Nintendogs or Earthworm Jim. Uh, if you'd like to support us, please give the podcast a sub on the service you're using. You can now rate us as well on Spotify, if you've not noticed that already. Follow us on Twitter at The Cross Players, or check out thecrossplayers.com slash links to all of our content. Or if you're star craving mad, hit up patreon.com slash crossplayers and contribute as little as £2 to help us produce the show and get exclusive access to the show live. That's not really a thing anymore because I've still got it on the script and need to delete that. Uh, you can just go to twitch.tv slash crossplayers like you are right now if you are here with us live. Should we uh, talk live, about... Yeah. Li- we are live, if you are live. Should we talk about news? Yeah. Want to talk yeah. about news? I'm not going to do well. the tune. Uh, allegedly, we're all going to be rich, guys. Have you um, have you seen the article that I put in the notes and asked you to do your homework about? I have yeah. seen it and I've read a bit of it. Yep, yeah, BBC News. PlayStation are being sued for five billion in the UK over rip-off games. Uh, that continues. Sony PlayStation is being sued for five billion in the UK over allegations it ripped off its customers with overpriced games and in-game purchases. Uh, the group legal action led by consumer rights blah, 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 could see almost 9 million gamers compensated. So we're going to be rich. Uh, it claims Sony PlayStation breached competition law, imposing unfair terms and conditions on games, developers and publishers and driving up prices. The game is up, said Miss Miss Neal. Sony PlayStation has yet to comment. Probably won't comment when somebody's saying the game is up to you because I wouldn't be taking that very serious. Um, but essentially what this is saying is because... Sony basically have a monopoly over their online uh, game and are able to do their own markup on their store. It means that essentially mm. you've been paying unfair prices that are bloated, and that's essentially what the uh, what the challenge is. Uh, the estimated damages per individual in the claim is said to be between sixty-seven pounds and five hundred and sixty-two pounds. I can see quite a few of us are probably on that higher scale. Yeah, is that? I guess that's just. Uh... On the basis of the uh, yeah, a pair individual. So if you've bought, okay, I guess it's if you've, yeah, I don't know, if you've spent loads. Yeah, I assume wo- that there's maybe more there for you, but mm. I wonder how they've worked that out. Like how they've come to those numbers. Not sure. Probably worked on the average of everyone that's currently signed up to well, owns a PlayStation. Not too sure. Um, it said here, PlayStation users will automatically have a claim if they. One, owned console since 19th of August 2016. Two, live in the UK. Three, purchased digital PlayStation games. Four, made in per- in-game purchases via the PlayStation Store. So I think it kind of cites here like the Apple and Android operating systems as well. And people yeah. having an issue with those saying that you don't have any uh, fair competition laws that are in place to kind of say, well, if you're on an Apple phone, surely there should be other stores within that phone to give you the diversity of choice. Otherwise, yeah. Apple can force what they want down your throat, or PlayStation can, or Android can, or whomever, uh, as opposed to actually giving fair competition. So, I, I thought I'd seen percentages of markup on here, but there isn't. Must have seen it somewhere else. Oh, yeah, there is. Um, yeah, 30% commission on every digital game and in-game purchase. Is that That's about the same number as what Apple were talking about in the Apple yeah. Epic thing? 
Yeah, I think so. I think that's why Epic kicked off, wasn't it? But yeah. essentially, Epic tried to create their own mini store through there, through Fortnite, was it? Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably you know, they pissed Apple off because they weren't going to get the commission. So you care about this? As in, is it something that you're quite interested in in terms of fair competition? It seems to be on the rise at the moment. It's good to see it. You know, like being a little bit more pro-consumer at a, at a higher level. I guess. I mean, I've seen a similar case me before in that Xbox, you can buy codes for Xbox games hmm. digitally from whatever storefront, you know, from whatever storefront you want, CD keys and stuff like that. You yeah. can't do that with PlayStation, to my knowledge, other than PlayStation Plus. Yeah, considering Xbox's entire gambit is to push that online service, they certainly make it a lot more flexible, I think, for consumers to go, yeah, I'll go and get a game from elsewhere or I'll pay. Uh, 20 months worth of whatever it is to be able to get this many months of Game Pass cheaper than what yeah. I'd be able to do elsewhere. So, hmm, be interesting to see if it swings the other way. And it is quite interesting. All the articles on the right on that BBC article are basically about pay rise, uh, pay increases not happening, electricity bills going up, more uh, issues around inflation, recessions are coming. So it is nice Why to see. Why has raw sewage been pumped into the sea? That's the one that's caught my eye. Yeah. That's a, and then there's another one that says we get groped on nights out all the time. Yeah. Probably a very legitimate thing that I won't make a joke out of. So, yep. Um, yeah, and then CNASA's Mega Moon Rocket in VR. I need to stop reading those, that's your followers. So, I think in terms of the in terms of the fight back, I'm quite curious to see it. I just don't really like a lot of the tones that they're, or the tone no. that they're using within it. Because, um, one, it seems very aggressive, and then two, a little bit condescending as well, which is a bit daft. So, continuing on, acquisition time, Tyler. I'm going to let you take this one, mate, if that's okay. Yeah. So, Embracer towards <laughs> the end of like, last week. Like, we're actually going to acquire, hey, it's time for acquisition time. And we're all going to go around, we're all going <laughs> it's to gonna be a weekly segment. It's that time of crosscast where we all like to get together, huddle around the campfire, and we acquire companies. Sorry, Tyler. Here you go. It is oh, a acquisition time. <laughs> So yeah, um, Embracer Group last week bought another raft of studios, mostly mm. sort of like smaller devs. Um, the big notable one that I remember off the top of my head was Limited Run, which you know, we yes. talk about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I know quite a few of us have bought from them. Um, Some of us are still waiting for their copies of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World to turn up. <laughs> no wonder he's so grumpy. Poor Mark. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and the the article that I read, there's a, there's a really interesting pie chart out there that was at the bottom of it that kind of shows the distribution of studios among the big players now. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, and you know, we everyone's well, there's been all of this kickoff, put it that way, over the last couple of months between Microsoft and PlayStation about the acquisition of Activision. And when you look at the way that this pie chart is distributed out in terms of volume of studios, Embracer Group are probably what. Yeah, almost 40% of that. Yeah. You know I mean, what, admittedly... Tyler? I'd like to apologise to you, because when you said there's a really interesting pie chart at the bottom of that article, I didn't believe you. And then I scrolled down, and I agree, that is a very interesting pie chart. I've never it's seen it done that way, but it's um, it's quite interesting. And yes, it's like... Ubisoft the, are cheating. Fa- <laughs> Ubisoft's companies, yeah. it's just all Ubisoft. Yeah. Well, I just saw yeah. that there, Ubisoft Halifax, and I just Googled it to go, is that Halifax in West Yorkshire? And it's not, it's in <laughs> Canada. 
So that's not as sexy as like West Yorkshire, which just makes me laugh. It's just a fella in a shed. Um, so any, anywhere they've got someone remote working, they're now allowed to call it a different studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sony's weirdly small, isn't it? When you look at it. Yeah, like really Microsoft's is. really, really stole the march on them now. I think in terms of some of the things in there. Don't get me wrong, like the the caliber of some of the studios that are sat inside of Sony probably pound for pound are better than most of the other areas. Mm. But yeah. Take Take Two as well. Like if anyone wanted to go and acquire Take Two, oh God. that is just insane. The yeah. amount of things that they've got in there. Yep. Admittedly, loads of rock stars, but still two K as well. Zinger, yeah. Zinger. The other side of like looking at that to me is if you look through all of those studios that embrace our own now, how many of them can you look at and go, I remember playing games from them that I really enjoyed. Oh no, like other than Deep Silver, THQ, Volition, yeah, Gearbox, Paris, Paris, yeah, then Little Nightmares one and two, Gunfire. But I think when I saw like the acquisition detail as well, like, and it goes through all the IP that they own. Not everything's kind of been fumbled, hasn't it, over the last like yeah. three to four years? So it's all kind of distressed. It's all there. Probably got a bit of a deal on it, you know, in terms of what they're buying. Maybe the some of the the, the IPs running out soon in terms of the ownership that they've got around it. Interesting, you mentioned that, Dan. In interesting. Thanks, Lewis. Um, it's Embracer Group pulled the plug on Aspire doing the Kotor remake recently, like over the last week. And it's moved it yeah. to yeah. another of their the development companies who are named in uh, Poland, weren't they? I think it's Sabre Interactive. So it was with Aspire. Yeah. And it was one of Sabre Interactive's Eastern European studios, mm. both owned by Embracer. So yeah. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. That's a, a, a another fumble and a half. But then if they're buying these studios as a group and not applying their own framework to them that would be a bit concerning yeah like i kind mm. of because at the same time as this they said they've got all of the ip rights for games in the lord of the, the well anything tolkien basically yeah yeah and I'm so like, that means the nemesis how, system and all that stuff isn't it basically yeah, like, yeah. how are you going to use that you've got all of these studios but are they going to go the activision route where they start folding bunches of them together to make Christ. and using some of these franchises that have gone dormant I guess it's who who runs them as well because like if you've got, and I think that's where Sony and Microsoft have clearly got their head screwed on. But all of the execs that they purchased, whether that's a good thing or not for some, but they keep them there. You know, they make sure that they're running those studios. They put them in very senior, probably very well paid positions in PlayStation and Microsoft respectively. So, like embrace up curious know who's pushing the actual group strategy because then you'd assume that person should have an exceptionally good knowledge of game development to make sure that they get the right culture, they get the right output, they almost apply their own formula to game development to all those areas. But if they're cancelling games and moving them from one internal studio to another, one, that's going to cost a shit ton of money. And then two, on top of it, it's just highly inefficient. So, But then how far were they through KOTOR as a remake, to be fair? Because they were talking hmm. about potentially the catalyst for that was two of the major directors at Aspire have gone. In the last mm. like six weeks, I want to say. Yeah, but why are they so going? Gone. Yeah, why? Well, that's right. it. Is, like, yeah, yeah. Is, is the is the culture toxic? Has there been a major shift mm -hmm. somewhere that they've had a tantrum and left because they're not happy with something like that, and they've gone right? The next best fit is this other studio that we own. Yeah, I mean acquisitions in any company in any market are just bloody difficult because if you're not 
100% efficient as a group and then willing to deliver a framework to those companies. It just means that either your exec team are going to get stretched and you're not able to do the things that you want and people start to go, they become Thunderbird 5. You know, they're, they're kind of forgotten about in space. They're on the fringe groups. Maybe they're not loved in the way that they are. And I think from a creativity perspective as well, if these guys aren't getting the airtime, yeah, you can see why people are leaving and going to other studios. So, <clears throat> interesting. See how it pans out. Good pie chart, though. Great pie chart. It is a very good pie chart. I love it. It's I'm just very good. scrolling around to see uh, to see what's what. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Really, really am sorry, Tyler. What are we going to say, mate? No, it's just really interesting. Like, there's <laughs> there's names on there I'd like almost forgotten about or had never considered that they were owned by, you know, like Digital Extremes, like being owned by Tencent. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's gone over my head for years. Riot as well. I'm so surprised that Ubisoft aren't pumping a game out every week with that many studios that are all just Ubisoft yeah. studios. Um, curious to know like how many of them at once work on like let's say like an Assassin's Creed game. Or yeah, I was say Far Cry. I've seen talk of them in the past, like handing a game, like exactly what we're saying, handing a game from you know Ubisoft Montreal to somewhere else completely, like the other side of the planet. Yeah, completely. Just midway through, almost. It's a lot of money in them, their games, isn't it? A lot of money in them, their games. Um, speaking of games, so out this week as well, I'm just going to quickly run through a list of these things, guys. We can talk about anything you might be interested in, although I don't think there's going to be anything on here. Soul Hackers 2 is out on August 26th in three days, as we're recording on the 23rd of the 8th. That's on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PEC, PS4 and Xbox One. Pac-Man World Repack. August 26th again, all consoles and PC again. F1 Manager 22, that's got to be one for the Grumple Stilt skin again. Uh, August 30th, um, and that's on all consoles and PC. Uh, it's not on Switch, that one, I should say. Uh, Back for Blood, Children of the Worm DLC. Uh, that's on PS5, Xbox, PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, August 30th. That's on PS5, Xbox Series X and PC. Immortality is out on August 30th. Anything jumping out at all? Uh, Immortality was Immortality was getting exceptional like early reviews and things like that. Is it Sam Barlow, the guy that did? He's got a really good pedigree, basically. And Sam the Barlow. reviews of that game. Any relation to Deirdre? <laughs> Could well be. Never know, do you? No. Um, okay. <laughs> could be Deirdre Barlow, didn't get a laugh out of Lewis, it's fine, it's wasted. Uh, I shared a nice little news story over on gamingbible.co.uk. Indie developer Squid in a Box, real name Rob Hale, sadly passed away earlier this month as a result of cancer complications. Following their death as PC Gamer writes, their games, the arcade twin stick shooters Waves and Waves 2 Notorious, have been made free to download on Steam as a parting gift. Hale's passing and the decision to make their games free was shared in an announcement by their partner CJ on the Steam forums saying this was something Rob was considering anyway within the past two months as their health entered into more substantial difficulties. So this can be seen as a part and gift to all those out there that haven't yet played the games. I just thought that was really nice. It's not um, just kind of put on people's agenda to go and pick up a game if they want. So Waves and Waves 2 Notorious are over on Steam and are free and I downloaded them before so I'll give them a little go. Um, but it looks like the... What's the name of the game that we used to play? The Ping Pong... Yeah, it looks like uh, Ding Dong XL. That's it, Ding Dong yeah. XL. I was going to say that looks like it's got crossseasons written all over it for those of us with PCs. Indeed, yeah. There we go. So a little cheeky You'll freebie there. You'll probably decide to pick, 
Yeah, you probably decide to pick another racing game, though, Tyler. So uh, just yeah, yeah. On the back bar- put on the back burner. Maybe one day. Just another one, you know. So uh, let's talk about those racing games and pick up and play. Lewis, picked up anything, mate? Nope. No. Okay. Tyler, picked up anything? Uh, does it count if I picked it up for my little boy? Yes, I'll probably end up playing yeah. it anyway. Absolutely. Far away. So I picked up for him Skywalker Saga and Shredder's Revenge for the Switch. Oh, cool. Okay. So he's started, He's played a couple of hours of Skywalker Saga, and I've done, I think he's only asked me twice so far to help him through puzzles. Um, but that's running really well. I'm surprised, like for for a multi-platform game, how well that runs on Switch Lite. I'm impressed. Decent. Hopefully, it's his. Hopefully, it's his gateway into Star Wars because he's not really been that fussed so far. Is it? Um, so it plays really well. Yeah, like it, he. So he's got. I think every franchise Lego game they do for the Switch, he's played all of them. And considering how much more recent this is release-wise than the others, the fact that it was like simultaneous release for like PS5 and Series X and stuff, I kind of was worried it would run a bit, you know, it would chug on Switch in places. But as far as he's got, it seems to run really, really well. Frame rate's consistent. It looks half decent. Mm, decent. Okay, cool. Anything else? Uh, no, I haven't picked up anything else really this week. I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid it, really. Save all my money up for later in the year because I know that I'm probably going to end up buying both Pokemon games, <laughs> special edition, double pack, whatever marketing Why? guff they throw out. Why? Why would you get bored? I've never understood. Because <laughs> me and my wife have played almost every generation of Pokemon together for as long as we've been together. What so is I'll the get one slogan? The other. What's the slogan of Pokemon, Lewis? I have to catch all of them. That's not it, but it's kind of the same thing. But yeah. That's why people buy both. Because you can't get the same is Pokemon that... in both. But by the wonders yeah. of the internet, you can sort of work around yeah. it. Well, that's that's a, that's a fair enough explanation. I that's know there's a lot of people who just get it just because they don't want to, you know, converse with others to get all of them. They just buy both games. Or you could do what I do and buy one, then play it for like 20, 30 hours, which I did with either Sword or Shield, then sell it, as in trade it in, then want to get it again, but then get the wrong one, so that when you load it, it's not the You've same no Pokemon, safe. and I've got no save. That's what I did. True story. Wow. Okay, well, you're saving that money up. Uh, Lewis, what have you been playing then, mate? Because I've been playing the same I thing. Have... Let's talk about it. Yes. Even though they did it last week. I've been playing Cut Off the Lamb. I know Ben went in there last week. Uh, I finished it earlier on today. Oh, okay. Uh, I forgot to say, um, I very much enjoyed the game. Um, I know that in the past I've uh, been quite negative on roguelikes, roguelites, whatever one it is, uh, but much like what Ben said, I didn't see much of that aspect to it because it wasn't on its normal, typically, that bad, that difficult a game to get through. No. Um, like, before I start going any further, Dan, for mm. sure, like, high level. High level, exact same. Probably one of the most fun games I've played this year. And it's yeah. it's really captivated me just in terms of like going back to it, picking up the Switch. It's probably the most time I've spent with the OLED, I think, on one okay. game. I think. 
just trying to think if there's anything else I played that maybe has taken that time up. But yeah, most of the time that's spent on an old, uh, with the OLED. Um, I think it's absolutely fun. I love the Stardew elements of it. It's got yeah. massive vibes from Moonlighter, which I absolutely adored that game. Uh, the roguelite side of it is is fantastic. Like I said, it, it gives you a little bit of difference. The nitpicky parts, it's like, you know, when you're smashing shit up at the end, when you've kind of like cleared a room out, like you don't really get a lot of stuff dropped in those points. I know you can get different power-ups and cards and tarot cards that yeah. do, but if you don't get those tarot cards and you don't get that um, that look, sometimes rooms can be a little bit bare. And when you've got like a task... Yeah, no, I don't even... Yeah, a task to get like 10 mushrooms or something and then nothing's dropping, yeah. you're like, fuck. Like, that's the only time I've, I've ever felt frustrated with the game. It makes some of those tasks quite hard. Um, other than that, I absolutely love the cult aspect of it. Um, the balance of trying to keep all of your minions happy, uh, making sure they're well-fed, watered, they're able to sleep in appropriate uh, digs. Like, all those things are really cool. Remind me of Dungeon Keeper as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably a solid 9 out of 10 for me, which I'm, you know, always hesitant to give a game, but I can't wait to finish it as well really good fought yeah. for my time quite a lot that's the thing like that's yeah it's more or less all i've been playing for the last week or so i don't know how like ben absolutely smashed he does that. doesn't he like seem he, I don't know, he does. does he sleep does he manage it doesn't sleep he's a vampire he is yeah um yeah things i i really like the the art style of it i've listened to the soundtrack as i always do with these kind <sighs> of games I always like to jump into soundtracks and i wasn't uh, overdone and, with the soundtrack on this I, I thought it was perfectly. I mean, it's not. It's not up yeah. there with like the Holiday or Celeste or Night in the Woods or any of that. But it was still good. Take the dogs at a walk. Good enough. That one. Okay. Good little, good little like walk uh, soundtrack. Fun, uh, fun songs on there. Um, one thing I really, really like about it is the art style. And when you go yeah. into um, a conversation with some, like another one of your, uh, one of your followers, there's almost like a fisheye lens yeah, style. Yeah. It was really. It's weird and I was like, how do you describe that? And I think fish eye is the only way I can describe it when yeah. you go it, kind of zoom in a little bit further. Um, yeah, just I, I yeah, like the, the aspect of like naming characters towards the end, just got fed up and I just used all, use the stock um, ones. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah, I have to say, Tyler, you are a very noble servant, <laughs> I was very happy with you. However, I was not impressed by towards the end, you tried to kill me. But I'm willing to put these things to the side. Uh, I, I, I had, I, I had to dispatch, but I brought you back because I thought you were a good, honest follower. Fair enough. I gave you a necklace that meant you couldn't sleep. But you know, <laughs> these are the things that happen in the cult. The um, I, I would say the planning of that game is immaculate because everything that you can do within it. There's not one like decision tree that feels like rushed so there's not one yeah. one element of leveling up anything whether it's the town itself or whether it's just you know your your crown or whatever it might be that doesn't feel yeah. like meticulously done and well planned out i absolutely adore that i think the um the voices as well like as in the little audible notes that the characters give yeah like it's super cool it reminds me of um oh. it reminds me of holiday yeah there's a tv sh weird noises there's is it final space on netflix Yes. Yeah. Um, there's like what's his name? Mooncake. Mooncake. Like that literally yeah. is how all the things speak in it, and I was like, found that really endearing. Um, but it's it's just a clever game. It's really funny. Um, yeah. I think in terms of like, 
I'd like to see DLC for it. I would like to see a follow-up game for it because I'm curious to see what those devs can do with that format as well. And it's just another smash for Devolver. Like, they just pick the yeah. best games. And it's so Devolver. So good. Yeah. I would say that my run was, wasn't was without issues. I ran into quite a lot. Yeah, same. Yeah, so... Where, so <laughs> whereas my initial one, when I was in Discord, saying, oh, I'm soft-locked in, mm. uh, in the cult area i think that was mainly because i think i had to do certain aspects in the really in the early game before you can go back out into the, into the field uh to go back into the the roguelike version the uh, aspect of the game but towards the end i got a lot of my temple disappearing and i need to, to save quit the menu go back for it to regenerate um if there was prisoners in the stocks mm. i'd have the stocks like I had them, I had, I had them up the back near the stairs up to the exit. The stocks were here, but the prisoner was like ten or eleven paces the other way, just like this, standing <laughs> like that. Bit dramatic. Like nowhere near the, yeah, nowhere yeah. near the thing. Yeah. Um, I had when I did rituals, I would get soft locked in a ritual. I had that. Save and quit back out, and it happened. Like last night, I was playing it, and I put it, I put it in Discord. It happened. I tried it six or seven times and i got out of ritual once so it's when you do two so if you you've done two rituals and then a day doesn't reset i found i was getting locked into it and it was just like they were all just dancing on their own if i'd done two yeah. but if i gave it a day and then went back and only did one it was fine so it's just a bit like that that part caught me a couple of times and i had a game breaking bug where it was i finished the third boss and for mm-hmm. some reason, where it kind of like glitched on the edge of the of the like the the room, it elevated itself, and you know you meant to collect the heart, okay. and uh-huh. the heart, heart was just like hovering above me, and I was like, "What do so I do now?" I, I was just rolling yeah. around, thinking like, "How am I gonna? How can I get it? Can't do anything." So yeah, it was that there were moments when I was like immensely frustrated, but yeah, yeah, yeah even for its yeah. faults, yeah. No, yeah, definitely, it's it, like. Even for that, for the for those faults, there's no. It, it's still up. It's still up there with like the indies of the year so far for me. It's funny you mentioned that I had something uh, about halfway through my playthrough where one of the one of the enemy characters fell off the stage and was like in the trees, and I couldn't get to them. I was like, I had, I had the claw hands. <laughs> I just couldn't reach them. They're fucking shit. The claw hands. I hate them. Yeah. I I, I, I thought they were okay because they're in three, and then there was a the last one, but it seemed to like have an impact. Yeah. Range quite far, um, but no. And fuck the um, fuck whoever did the some of the room designs as well, or just like design the algorithm that places enemies. Because when you're in like a more complex room and there's like seven just around you, and you're like you're there with the claw hands, like for fuck's sake, and it's just then you're just in the melee trying to get out, and you hear that noise that yeah. you've been hit. You're like oh fuck, yeah. But yeah, uh, really good. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, nothing that those issues. A quick patch won't fix. Yeah. How many hours are you through it? How long does it Yeah, uh, so I, everyone was saying, oh, 11 or 12. I, I really took my time, so I my okay. time says 16 and a half. Yeah, I've been fishing for like four hours in that game, just trying to catch stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. I seem to spend a lot of time back at camp going, like, okay, you can go do this, you can do that. Tyler, yeah. Tyler, no, I know you're tired, but you're not allowed to go to sleep. You've got that necklace on, you're not allowed to sleep. Um, so you'd sort of, I'd like, just spend loads of time there doing bits and pieces, like mopping up shit, feeling sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Making sure, uh, bet, so bet, let's just talk about the followers for one second. Well, Ben, let's go for it. Deserted me. Really? I, I didn't have a prison. I didn't have a prison in time, and he dissented. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ben, why are you doing this to me? 
uh, any any left. I didn't I could I didn't I didn't have a prison built in How time rich. To How rich. I know. I know. Of all the people. I just keep making Carly like the worst type of food. So he just like shits mm. himself or has like a seventy five percent chance of dying. So we just risking my, my it. My version of Carl yeah. He's a risky guy. My 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 version of Carl was very similar. Again, quite loyal. He had to die. I sacrificed him. Yeah, stupidly. And that sacrifice and like animations absolutely brutal as well. Because like, even if they descended <laughs> and they're like they're like they're grumpy, and then as soon as like Cthulhu comes up or whatever it is, like gets a grip <laughs> on them, like fuck, the eyes start bulging out. It's horrible. Yeah. And then a load of meat flies out of the uh, hole in the ground. Um, <laughs> Tyler, talking about meat in a hole in the ground. Xenoblade Three, it says on here. How's that? Yeah, it's excellent. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm really, really impressed with that game. Okay. I played the first two in the last like couple of years, like late getting into that franchise, and I just the third one is it takes everything that those games do well and perfects it and finds a lot of the criticisms that people have had for the first two and does a lot to fix them, if not completely eliminates them. To be fair. Hmm. Um, I mean, I've played, I must have played four or five hours just in, like, just yesterday and today. I've done nothing towards the story. I've just done all of these different side quests. I've wandered around, seen parts of this ridiculous, huge open world. Just wandered off, kind of like we all did a little bit with Elden Ring. It's just that same sense of going to do something and then getting completely sidetracked and four hours later realising that you're coming back to somewhere where you're completely over-leveled for. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I love it. The setting's amazing. The story, as far as I've got, is very good. And I'm only led to believe that it gets more and more engrossing. And, you know, it really it grabs you, I think, the further you get through that game. Yeah. So I'm obviously planning on EGX next month. My I like a JRPG on the train. So I'll either play Dragon Quest Eleven and like commit some time to that and really get into it. Still got three houses that I haven't got through enough. No, it's not quite a JRPG, but still. Um, and I've I've only put maybe half an hour into Xenoblade just because it was like headspace thing. I was working quite hard. And then um, a couple of other indies came out, like Call of the Lamb, where I thought I'd, uh, I'd give that time. So I will go back to it. I'm not going to pass judgment on the first half an hour because I think any JRPG requires a, at least 10 for you to be able to make a sound enough judgment as to whether or not it's for you. But... I remember doing that. that it is it is crazy i know it's crazy but it's not like even just the story of like xenoblade and like the i don't find that very compelling and like i don't like the aesthetic of it like the mecha kind of um mecha stuff going on and just like the yeah i need to i need to give it some time and i need to bed it in a little bit so i'll give it a go yeah, i hope you got on really well with it i be you know we talk Same. about it again and when i'm still not finished it in two months time when you get back from ejx <laughs> I hope you come back and you're like, you know what, I get it now. Yeah, it's gelled. I'm hoping so. Like, I did like the first, but from Lewis's in constant impression and saying, Minardo. What on Bionis is that? Yeah, he's just going to fucking have a field day with half the cosplaying people at EGX because there was so many people. Be? Go on. Do you know what it'll be? It'll be Ryan time. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you'll be like, get a life. Oh, you can't do that. Uh, what else should we be playing? Tyler? I have spent a lot of time on the first two levels of Shredder's Revenge so far. I say a lot of time, probably about two hours, and considering wow, those really? levels are like five or six minutes each. 
Why is that? That's that's a lot of replays. So I have been doing this as part of this week's cross seasons Ooh. challenge. Lovely. So at the suggestion of some of our community, they um, the suggestion was made that I don't do racing games every week because I think I've done a few in a row without meaning to. Um, so yeah, this week was something a little bit different. Uh, we did Streets of Rage four last season across seasons, and that went down really well. We had a lot of us battling it out. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know how many runs you did for that last last time around, Lewis. And I don't even think I think you still got scullied in the end, didn't you? I got scullied at twenty five past twelve. That was that was the game that brought in the rule. <laughs> <laughs> That was the game that brought the rule. I was like, I'm going to be gracious and say, no, I'd, I'm not going to be that guy who says, well, no, you're after 12. You're not allowed to have that. I was like, you just, you, on your goal, you have to win. That was fucking raging. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> Brilliant. That's what, so, yeah. that's, what, that's what brought in the 12 o'clock midnight rule. Because that scully, that, that scully Sunday. <laughs> scully Sunday. <laughs> that U2 song. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, Scully Sunday. Uh, again, not a subject we should be making light of. Um, just yeah, so it's fine. We'll breeze um, over that. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. want to see some. I want to see what you can do with those two levels yeah. this week. Two, two hours you've been on that, and it's and those are the times that you're posting it. Oh. Yeah, as I'm wow. first to admit, I am not good at those games. I think my first experience of really playing them was Streets of Rage Four last year. Ah, uh, okay. Have we done Tony Hawk's for cross seasons? No, we haven't because it's not on. It's not on sale for cheap enough anywhere. The cheapest uh, I've seen it's about fifteen quid. They did put yeah. it on PS Plus actually, saying that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a free monthly game in the last couple of months. Um, I was is actually told. Is it this month? Is it? I thought yeah. it was last month. Yeah. I was told specifically not to put it on cross seasons just because of you, Dan. Bollocks! There are certain things that. Oh, I'm, he's not going to play it. I have oh, played yeah, it. Game down, play. I'm good, good at playing that, mate. Stop being a bell end. In, compa- in comparison to Ben, you're good. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, that was not difficult, is it? <laughs> Old, like, <laughs> confused handed Ben. Come on, Ben. Where's the controller? Oh, I just can't do I it, Dan. I can't play Tony Hawks. I watched that stream, and Ben, ben was like, How are you getting. Because Dan was getting like hundreds of thousands or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But And Ben was like topping out at like. 23,000 or something. Yeah, like, how, are you, how, are you, how can you do that? You just see this like man just slowly crumble. And my ego is just going, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you one day. I say, if we do Tony Hawk's Pro Skate, your headphones won't fit you the following week. No, it won't. It won't. Already, they're already broken at the top. They just stitched them out together, sellotaped at the top. <laughs> a bit of super glue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, um, yeah, I need, I need to post the time. I need, I need to, um, to do a couple of runs. I've, uh, I've not, I've not played through the game with Splinter, uh, but I think I have done a couple of little, a couple of little stages with them. Um, yeah, I need, to, I need to post the time. See what's, see what's what. There we go. Get the runs in tomorrow. Get the runs. I look forward to it. Looks forward to your runs. Uh, any other games, Tyler? At all? Um, yeah, so I played Turbo Golf Racing. I played about an hour of that on Sunday. Okay, um, cool. I'm going to kind of hold off playing anymore and wait for that to get a full release because mm. I think it's absolutely excellent. I think it would be an ideal one to get a bunch of us together on a you know Friday or Saturday evening and play through that because it's, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of fun single player, but it's the perfect game, I think, to play six of us 
all against each other, trying to play through, you know, like a few rounds of that because it's just, it's hilarious. It takes everything that's fun about Rocket League to an extent Mario Kart and then throws it in sort of like this weird golf-based mold and then it's like, yeah, just just have fun. Get from A to B. Um, you get power-ups. The courses and the holes are wacky shaped. You have like hazards. You have boosts, all this sort of weird and wonderful stuff that you get across like racing games, sports games, hmm. just in this really interesting combination. Um, it's, yeah, it's just silly and fun in the best way. And I think as a full release, it's going to do hopefully do really well. Hmm. Well, from one, one golf game to another, so I've been playing Curse the Golf. Um, been playing it on the Switch as well because it just made sense. But I'd seen Yaman Scully's review, um, and I think it was on Nintendo Life. Would it? Would it be Nintendo Life? I, can't I think he's just VGC now. VGC. Apologies, was VGC. So I saw it on there. Um, if you haven't seen it, so it's a almost like a two D platformer with roguelite elements in it, and obviously the fun game of golf that is being played in between it. Uh, story-wise, so you play the 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 champ. I think is the name of the character, and he's just about to finish his like championship round of golf, and he gets struck by lightning and dies, and then he gets sell- sent to like the golf equivalent of purgatory, where there's like a a club captain there, and he's he owns a shop that you can buy these kind of power-up cards that give you certain skills whenever you're playing around it, and then es- essentially it's just the game of golf within that two D environment. It's so much fun and it is fucking difficult. I've had like seven rounds at the moment. So the whole point is if you 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 only have so many shots to make par, and if you don't make par, then you'll get wiped out from that course. So the whole point is to try and get through all 18 holes. I've made it to like hole four a couple of times and each time just get absolutely annihilated, even if it is ro- roguelite and sometimes you can get different options. But it's like multi-layered, there's different levels to it. Um, there's different um, things you can do almost like snakes and ladders to ge- either get up or down the map all with the objective of trying to get the ball in a hole at the end of it so uh, like I said some of the power ups you can get one that allows you to shoot three balls out at once and then you can select the one that you prefer you know based on where it lands you can get things that add the amount of or uh, sorry add the amount of shots that you've got left onto par so that you potentially if you're like four shots away from being able to complete the hole you can add that on or you might gamble and save that card for a, a later run if you think it might add more value later and it's not really doing anything at the moment. Every single time you finish a hole, you get money. So you can add that to your kitty. You can either buy cards at that point or you can bank it for later and buy more cards on a, let's say, a, a more profitable round. Um, and the whole point of the game is, like you said, you go from hole to hole in a little golf cart and then you select the route that you want to go down, almost like... um uh, Slayer Spire, thank you, it's exactly the game I was thinking of. So you can kind of see the different uh, levels that you want to do, or it may be that you can go to the shop on one run, you can go and get a special card on another, and but at the end of that run, it's like a very difficult course for your fourth hole, and therefore there's that gambling element of, well, I could just go the easy route and skip all the good stuff and the really hard route. Yeah, so it's really, really fun. I've, um, I've had a lot of time with it. It kept me away from... Uh, caught the lamb for about, I'd say, two hours, which is pretty decent. So, will you go back and finish it? Do you think? What was that, mate? Sorry. Will you go back and finish it? Do you think? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm probably just going to finish Caught the Lamb first, and then go to it. But I've not really had a game like that lined up immediately that I've gone. Oh, this is really fun. Like I'm going to enjoy playing this for a while. 
Um, but just so yeah, word of caution, it is it is hard. It's not really that easy, um, which to some people might be really cool. But if you're a completionist and you want to get to the end of the game and all 18 holes, I can't imagine that's going to be an easy feat. Uh, so it's good, really good. Enjoying it. Two good games for once. I can't, it's just looking at uh, images of it. It's it's a game, not a game I ever thought that you'd. I really liked. Play, uh, never mind like. Yeah, I really liked Golf Story, and I liked the the way Scully kind of explained this was you've got um, you literally have an iron, a driver, and a wedge, so it takes away some of the complexity, complexity of golf. Complexity and the, yeah, yeah, and just makes it a little bit more. It's not necessarily more enjoyable, but just makes it more of a challenge as well because you're just saying, well, there's basically short, medium, and long. You know, in terms of the shots yeah. that you can play. And then the risk and reward is obviously getting the meter all the way up like you would on any golf game, judging exactly how hard you want to hit it and then the trajectory of the shot as well. Um, and there's uh, different mechanics within it so you can kind of look around what the immediate, so you know, if you just like side scroll, I think it's, it's not called a drone, it's called something, but you can basically go to the right and see exactly what you need your trajectory to oh, be okay. and what power you need it to be. But yeah, super fun, really, really good. It shouldn't be up my street, but I do like a golf game. Spoilers. Big fan of golf games, so I had a look after because Alex spoke about it, about it a little bit on X players. So I've watched a few people playing it, and yeah, I'm, that's a hundred percent to pick up for me. Yeah, at some point, probably after Xenoblade. Yeah, real good, uh, real good month for indies. Cracking month for indies. Tell you what's a good month for as well, Gamescom. Um, should we very, very, very quickly just talk about some of the stuff that we saw before? I've got a little list in front of me just before we dive into a feature. Um, so the opening evening was this evening, uh, we're now recording at 9.35, so I think it's finished, um, yeah. but just kind of whiz through some of the things that were on there. So we had Lords of the Fallen is back, and this time it begins with a the. Uh, Remember Everywhere, that was the game that they announced, that was the first game that popped up. The first but, one, yeah. Yeah, that's popping, uh, popping up next year, and it's from GTA producers Creative Opus. Um, we've got Hogwarts Legacy. There was more shown there, uh, which didn't look great. If I'm brutally honest, no. it looked a bit. No. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I'm quite looking forward to it, but I don't know what I'm expecting for the game. Gameplay looks it great. A bit. Just I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If I, I don't know if was there. Was there gameplay shown? Yeah, yeah. There's a gameplay. Just a little shown. bit. Yeah, only bits. But like from what it. Like the um, the aesthetic of it looked really cool, and just some of the animations of like the the spells and stuff looked very authentic. But yeah, that that story kind of beat just looked awful. You kids, mm. better be good, or I'll tell you what. <laughs> like all that kind of shit in a game of this caliber just doesn't make sense to me at all. Uh, new tales from the Borderlands. I didn't really gel with the first, so I'm not really too bothered. Sonic Frontiers. I said in the WhatsApp group. No. Before, go on, Lewis. You go first, mate. No, no, no you're on, you're on, you're on. I was going to say it reminds no, me, I've... reminds me of Starlink. <laughs> go on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I was going to say like, I can remember like a couple of months ago there was a gate. Was it a gameplay leak? No, it was IGN and a gameplay um, reveal walkthrough of it, and it looked fucking atrocious. Like, yeah. And that's and what I've done here is like it's basically the same in different locations, but they've cut it cut it together very cleverly to make it look like a really cool fast flowing um like, trailer but like what i want to know is what happens when you don't hit what you need to hit when sonic sort of drops down <laughs> yeah. you go oh, slowly run and like you're up like how many hundred feet up in the air at some weird fucking loop the loop i don't know it, 
three D Sonic. Yeah. It's, I guess not. It's a no. It's a no. I think you need to you need to do a lot of work to win me over. The um, I think Sega at the moment are fumbling again with Sonic, and after the success of the films, that was the opening for them to do something completely weird and wacky like Mario Odyssey, and go into like a real world scenario almost. So you know, like obviously um, a computer game version of it, and put that version of Sonic in there and just call it fucking mm. Sonic the movie, the game. You know something stupid get them ben swartz to do the voice as normal put the rock in it like everything you know like that should have been the angle yeah. would have sold a bucket load to the kids as well yeah but now I, think... I don't know it just looks more like more 3d sonic in an open world yeah no did. i didn't mind the early 3d sonic games like sonic adventure 1 and 2 i really like i know they haven't necessarily aged well but i really enjoyed those and it just seems like everything from then has been downhill like it's been nigh on 20 years since they made a good Sonic game yeah. that was 3D. The only exception is Mania, like 2D or 3D, because Generations has elements of both, and even that's not amazing. Yeah. I'd be curious, is Christian Whitehead, who he made, he, he, who made Sonic Mania, does he have anything to do with Sega? Oh, okay. Don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. That's what he, because Christian, Fun, Christian, Funtiers, Christian Whitehead was like a <laughs> Sonic mod. He did loads of weird stuff. I think he did the ports for the iPhone or something. I thought he meant Mobile it was body. The Sonic games. I thought you meant like mods in like yeah. modifies himself like Cyberpunk. He has, I was like, like, yeah. <laughs> he has blue Knuckles. spikes. Yeah. 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 He's got two he's got he's got two penises. Um <laughs> the yeah, so I don't know if like he's involved. Um if he's involved. Because he seems to be he knows what he knows what to do where you think Sega should know, but they don't. They don't. Christian, Christian, Christian two penis, uh, whitehead knows. <laughs> Dean Whitehead. June uh, is getting its own survival MMO set on Arrakis. Um, you can't really say too much about it. It was nice VO, so um, I don't know other than not VO. Uh, nice video, you know, in terms of what it showed, but there's nothing yeah, yeah. to it yet though like it's still just yeah. to me like they might as well have just revealed a title screen like show me what it's going to look like to play well it, show me some yeah. of what i'm going to experience otherwise why the fuck do i get excited if it's not an action That's game the... it's going to be a bit of a letdown after that as well yeah oh, definitely yeah. What I, yeah. What my my issue with these types of presentations is that there's stuff that's revealed so so far in advance of when it's going to come out and you know and you can almost like you put a bet on very short odds to say that June will be delayed and it'll come out. It was metal, you know, initial date will be twenty twenty four and I'll get pushed back to twenty twenty six. What's the what's the point in telling us now? Yeah, yeah. When it's stuff is inevitably going to it's get Jeff Keighley in it. He's persuasive. He's like, um, I reckon he caught Dean Frontier's white head having his prostate exam and he's the doctor. <laughs> and he's got his finger up there and he's going like, and he's going, oh, you're quick twenty has two he's got both he's got both both up there and he's no no yeah, yeah dean's obviously he's prostate and then jeff goes well it's me uh you're gonna you're gonna do frontiers aren't you oh, i'm gonna do frontiers and then that's it and then he does that several times over so much so that you got playstation to announce their new uh dual sense mm. edge yeah edge ooh, ooh. uh edge wireless controller for ps5 lewis how much is gonna cost i think it'll be at uh, now Talk, harken back to our first news story. I think oh, it's okay. going to be two hundred quid. Two hundred quid. I okay. think it'll be expensive. Tyler, how much is the is the thingy? I'll look yeah, the Xbox equivalent. Yeah. 
is 180-ish, Dan. I think, was your Halo one a little bit more than that? Cause it's a, a special edition? A little bit more, I think. But you can get the Xbox Series Elite 2 for 159 in Curry's at this point in time. So, so yeah. So, yeah, somewhere, be- somewhere between 150 and 200 quid, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go for that. I reckon they can probably sell it 180. Yeah. Let's see who gets closer. Whoever gets closer has to buy the other two. The, in fact, no, let's not do that. Because I already have everyone. <laughs> no. Uh, everyone, everything else. Um, I've got a five. <laughs> new fancy action RPG, Atlas Fallen, looks like June meets Destiny. Uh, that did look alright, to be honest. Uh, Word Song, Weird Song, I can't remember, from Bethesda and Obsidian RPG alumni. Um, that's a new title from Jeff Gardner and Something Wicked Games. That's their first title. Uh, Pinocchio meets Bloodborne action RPG, Lies of, pa- uh, Lies of P. Uh, that's day one on Game Pass coming in 2023. That did look good. I think we've seen that before as well, haven't we? Sure, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that before. I don't know if I've seen too, too much, but I've definitely read a bit about it. Yeah. Dead Island 2 returns. Gotham Knights got an early release date than expected. We've got to look at the villains and that. The Outlast Trials is playable in October and closed beta. Uh, and then surely Pokemon and Minis' new electric car won't distract you from driving. That was it. Uh, and that is Polygon.com that gave me all that information as well. Can't forget uh, Red Bull. Can't forget Red Bull. Can't forget Red Bull. Uh, God knows what that was about. All that stupid thing that you can scan the QR. You need to save Zaban from... It's fucking depressing, isn't it? I don't even want to talk about it. Guys, they run a convention. Bye. They've got a convention. They've got their own way of doing things. The cheese, wheel of cheese, cheese is on the screen. Uh, could be Brie, could be Camembert, could be anything, could be Ched. Um, <laughs> could be Chester, could be anything. Uh, so it's on the screen. So we're going to do one of our games. Uh, and as we have Gamescom opening night tonight, uh, what better, I thought, let's fudge it. Uh, let's ruddy design our own gaming convention. So we've got a couple of things on the screen. I'm going to spin the wheel. The lads should have done their homework if they haven't. They're going to get absolutely crucified. And first up is Tyler. And Tyler, I want to know... Which one's this going to be? Oh! Publisher or dev guest presenter for day one. And what are they unveiling? So I'm going to make notes whilst we're doing this on my phone. Because otherwise you hear the click clack of my keyboard. So pub, publisher or dev guest presenter for day one on their stage. What are they unveiling? I want to see Free Radical with either a Time Splitters remastered collection or a new entry in that franchise. Free Radical, okay. I love those games. Free Radical did an excellent job last time, and I think we're in a place where really realistic shooters people are a bit fed up of. Anything too silly maybe isn't quite going to hit, but Time Splitters was always a nice balance of the two of them. And I think, you know, seeing how Fortnite's done. You know, give it maybe a BR mode, give it free to play online and then a paid full story and you drag a lot of people back in, you know? Yeah, yeah. And some of the map designs in those games, one and two, were fantastic, like in terms of multiplayer. Um, so I'd be well up for that. Who is the presenter though? That's what I want to know. So you've got your your actual company, who's gonna be here presenting free radical, um, wearing the t shirt and then saying time split is guys, it's getting a remake. I don't know, the easy, the easy one, and you, you joked about it already, was The Rock, because put him in anything and someone will buy it. But... Uh, we've wheeled out the fucking rock already. That's okay. That's fine. 
But then you know that his little guest spot, he'd like, he'd walk on with no shirt on because he's been do he's been pumping iron backstage, and he'd say something completely incoherent, and it wouldn't really mean much. I'm up for that. But I just, I don't know. I, I'd like someone maybe slightly cheesy action movie-ish, and he kind of fits that mold. Okay, that's fine. It's okay. There you go. I think he could do it. He could come out. He could be a playable character in there. You can imagine him as like a character. The monkey suit. The monkey, the monkey suit. suit from yeah, Time Splitters yeah. too. Amen. There we go. Got to spin the wheel again. Now it's Lewis's turn. Here we go, Lewis. I think Eamon's going to be there. Oh, don't say that. Oh, interesting. So, day one opening song choice. So, the song that's now blaring as we're giving our games convention. It's got its massive... Jeff, like It's not Jeff Keighley, but the Jeff Keighley character that we're going to decide on later is coming out. Yeah. Microphone in hand. What song have you got blaring? Brady by Rebecca Black. Okay. Any particular reason? Friday. <laughs> and obviously this is happening on a... It's, a it's, a, it's an absolute banger, that's why. It's happening on a Tuesday evening and you've got Friday. Okay. Tyler, what song did you have? Something high energy. I'm not... I don't know. Struggling to nail this one down because I'm quite one-sided in my music taste and I feel like anything I'd have gone for wouldn't have necessarily been a good an audience-pleasing choice I had uh, Salt and Pepper What a Man 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 That one Nice Petty pe It's Friday <laughs> Absolutely amazing uh, I'm realising that I've done on this and you guys have been changing my answers I'm going through you absolute gobshites um, oh fucking hell okay so we've got a song choice there we've got day one song it's Friday we'll move that off there if I see any of you near these questions I'm going to absolutely rip your heads off okay convention sponsor number one for me I've got to pick that so convention sponsor number one uh, I went with Jurex. I uh, said mainly towards the parents bringing the nerd kids so that they rubber up and avoid future mistakes. It's funny. I was thinking along the same lines earlier on. Okay. When I was sat in the toilet. <laughs> we think well together. That's a... <laughs> Jurex is the main sponsor of the event. It's a, it's a strong, strong one. It's a very strong, strong, strong uh, sponsor. I'm happy with that. Okay, uh, spinning again for Tyler. Here we go. Round and round it goes, the wheel of cheese. Oh, oh he's got a good one. Here we go. Location, city, and country. I want to... Hmm. I only go London. It's an easy choice, but it's... It's just so easily accessible for everyone. Is it? It's... It's dull, but okay. yeah, I'm I think... back from there at the moment. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Stuck there. And... Yeah, but you live okay. in Caled, Dan. Fucking Liverpool, man. <laughs> Caled? Wow. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't I know how to respond. I that reference. <laughs> to be fair, it's been bad recently. I'm not going to say why, but it's been bad recently. Been some terrible things. So we're saying London. Okay. Uh, Lewis, where did you have? Uh, Edinburgh. Just, you know, I'm sick of travelling. To places, I want one on my doorstep. Okay, I said Liverpool <laughs> uh, for exactly the same reason, funnily enough, and just because it would be nice to bring something of joy to the people of Caelan. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's spin that mother again. Here she goes round and round the wheel of cheese. And the, is this Lewis now? Yeah. Li oh, he's got. Is he going to get a doozy? No, he isn't. He's just missed it. So you've got the pub slash dev guest present of day two. And what are they unveiling, please, Lewis? I, 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 unveiling is uh, Ronald Nontando, and they're uh, unveiling the game Spittoon 3. So I'm a spelling Nontando, please. N O N. Mm hmm. T-U-N-D-O. Okay, and the game name? Spittoon 3. And there's not game been... game where you, kind of, you walk around uh, and there's various, you know, spittoons. And you've got to go and try and spit <laughs> into the thing. And you're, you're gauged on points how, of how accurate. How accurate the is when you... When your Spittoon. tobacco or whatever hits, hits that, yeah. Okay. Is that in a similar vein to that like really early iPhone game where you had the paper balls that you had to toss into the various little bins? Yes. So you get more points for different distances. Okay. Yeah. Tyler, what, what do you have for day two for your one? A Zelda crossover with... with Something with Bethesda. Give Bethesda yeah. the Zelda franchise. Well, I had I had Bethesda and Starfield presented by Carrie Katona. God, she's, she's doing cocaine in front of people. She's not. She's not even presenting. She's just literally got a table in front of her. Uh, and then the other one I had Craig Charles, and he's just out again doing cocaine, and he's talking about the remake of uh, Robot Wars game for the next gen consoles. So. I'd take that. I'd yeah, I'd take that. That'd be very cool. I love that game. That was fantastic. I've uh, yeah, done another one. I'll do my other one here. Go for um, it, yeah. We've all had these, all these simulation games recently. Um, so my first one would, was, uh, or my second one was Body Wash Simulator. Oh, okay. uh, that's good one. be presented by, I, I, don't know, I don't know his first name, so I had to give him my name. Uh, John Lynx. It's going to be sponsored by uh, Lynx. Um, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Christ, I'm not going to bother finishing that sentence. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Carry on. Cut that. Spinning the wheel, the wheel of cheese. Cheese of wheel, wheel of cheese. Here we go. What's next? It's my turn now, is it? Ooh. I think so. Main presenter for the three days. I've gone for reanimated Bruce Forsyth. Because if we're doing this if we're doing a convention in the UK and it's a legit one, it's not like a it's not like with, with respect I have because somebody else did something different on it and changed it. Um, and I think none other than Brucey getting up there, giving a bit of, he might have a bit of limber issues. He might have decomposed slightly, but he, who better than Sorry. Brucey? Honestly, he gets up there. Tess Daly can be there. She's a bit grossed out. She's wearing a mask, a bit of oxygen. Uh, and then someone's just, posed, someone's posed a skeleton like that. Yeah. He can't do much anymore, but he's like, he's still charming. You know, he's where he wears cap. Just a bit colour on him, you know. He's obviously the the, the um, dermatologist of Liverpool have worked the magic. He's got a new set of veneers, which is just really off-putting because everything else is just derelict and falling apart. But yeah. he's got these pearly whites, looking like Jurgen Klopp, like great teeth. I it's Bruce Forsyth. I watched something 
or Wimbledon, some Wimbledon coverage years ago, and he was like getting interviewed, and he was like, oh yeah, I love this, love this. Everyone's so so uh, kind and you know. And then he there must have been up in a balcony, and he went watch, and then he went nice to see to see you, and there was like a crowd of people on the grounds underneath, and the, all those folks just went nice, great, honestly. Tories, 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 a lot of them. But again, he gets them going, doesn't he? He gets them going, and you need exactly. need exactly. them. We need the money coming into uh, London because that's where we are. Okay, so we've yeah. Bruce Forsyth in London at the moment. So reanimated Bruce Forsyth, obviously not in his heyday. Uh, Tyler, you have got the next one. <clears throat> it is the colour scheme, which is a bit of a weird one. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know why I put it in there. Um, what you have in the colour scheme for all the banners, everything, all of the via, you know, the, the videos, everything that comes up, what are you going for? Pink and green. Pink and green. So almost like Spatoon 3 would be. Mm. What? Splatoon 2? Spatoon. 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 Can't have a lawsuit, oh. mate. <laughs> Spatoon. Cease and desist's on the way. That's it. Cease and desist, ironically, just like Brucey. Um, Bruce. Oh, sorry. Okay. And then we've gone colour scheme green and pink. Okay. Spin the wheel of cheese, the wheel of cheese, the wheel of cheese. There it goes again. And she's off. Where's she going to land? Nobody knows. Determined to get us through the cheese thing. Fine, it's okay. I'm not doing it for anyone else. Uh, Tyler, pub slash dev attendee three. And what game are they showing off? I want to see Scylla Black do a dating sim game set on Jupiter. Any, any idea what you call the game? No. I, re- I No. I haven't landed on anything. need to think of that. You need to think of these things, Taylor. Yeah, I should. Blind should have thought it through in more detail. Black showing a dating... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Still back showing a dating game, Saturn Jupiter. On Jupiter. Okay. Um, there's a name there. There's a name there, probably. There is a name there. Somebody's got to think of it. Um... Okay, spin the wheel again. Is it me this time? Or is it you, Lewis? I can't remember. It's you, isn't it? I think it's me. Yeah, I think it is as well. Oh, which one's it go? Oh, it's literally right on the line. The drama that the wheel of cheese brings us. Okay, pub dev attendee one, and what game are they showing off? I mentioned it earlier on. Uh, Sam Lake is going to be there, and he's going to be bringing all his Alan Wake to goodness with him. Okay. So Alan Wake 2 is what you want to show off. Yeah. Quite interesting. Uh, Alan Wake 2 being shown off. Okay. Spin that again. Still got plenty on the Wheel of Cheese. We don't know where it's going to land. Where it's going to land, the Wheel of Cheese. And this is my one. So Pub Dev Teddy 2. I've got a choice here. So I'm going to go with... um, Bullfrog, and they're showing off Theme Park Remastered. So they've come back, Bullfrog. They've been reanimated again. That word, reanimated, and uh, yeah, it's they're the showing that off. The person that's going to show that off for them, I'm bringing her back out, Kerry Katona. I need to use her, so she's she needs to earn her. Um, she's up for it. She's 
she really is. Uh, can it carry Katona? Yes. Katona is showing off. Keen for the ween. Showing off. Bullfrogs. Bullfrog. She's just laring at this point. She's got no idea what's going on. Showing bullfrog. Did she still do the. She did Iceland adverts, did she? Yeah, she for did, a while. Yeah. Until her, no her nose caved in. The remastered. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, any other games you guys picked? I also said Microsoft and Fable 4, which is a bit of a vanilla choice. And I said Nintendo and they're showing off. I forgot to write something in there. Um, I, I said Intelligent Systems, New Fire Emblem. So I said. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Anything else, Tyler, on your list? I'd like to see Nintendo make another Banjo game. Which is never going to happen. I'm there for that. No. It's good. We've got slogan tagline, Food Stand 1 and Food Stand 2, and Convention Sponsor 2. This is going to be Food Stand 2. Please, Tyler, who are you going for food stand? Wagamamas. Ooh, what are you having from Wagamamas? I'm pretty dull. I'm going Katsu Curry. That's not dull. That's not dull. Katsu Curry. You actually say that on, on stage and then Kerry Takona goes, he said, he said Katsu, not Kerry. <laughs> Katsu Kari Katona, I've just written, <laughs> written that down. <laughs> we could call it that. Um, yeah, it could be the special for the weekend. It could be. Katsu Kari Katona, we need to think of that for the next one as well. Good choice. Wagamama's stand and also sponsor as well. We'll let them be a sponsor. Spinning again, got slogan tagline through stand and convention sponsor two. And Lewis gets slogan and tagline. What we go for? Slogan and ta tagline uh, is enter clean leaves stinking <laughs> oh brilliant any reason for that or just i've never been to a convention where that hasn't happened yeah fair yeah okay maybe not yeah i mean i'm all for clear advertising but i don't really think that's gonna get it's a little too on the nose yeah yeah literally uh the wealthy in in london well not in caricatonas I don't think that's going to get the wealthy in London, you know, to buy tickets. If you're going to say they're going to come out of that stinking like a CEX. Stinking. Yeah. Just, yep. Not a great sign, is Enter it? clean. Okay, I've got either Food Stand 1 or Convention Sponsor 2. Let's see what I'm picking up. I'm going to be getting Food Stand 1. Uh, I'm going to go for Jollibees on this one because I think you've got Wagamamas there. I'm going to go for, I think it's Filipino Jollibees, um, which they make at Fantastic Chicken today. And um, they also do the the chicken joy box meals which are wonderful and it's a better version of kfc although the gravy's not good so it's a bit catch 22. okay there we go uh, is that liverpool only thing I've, I've never heard of them no jolly bees no, is um it's, an, it's a it's been around since 79 i think is what they have on their t-shirts but um it's the second i think i think they're all over the states as well remember rightly yeah okay i think there was just a couple in london Second choice for food. Okay. And should we spin the wheel of cheese just to get the last one? For Tyler to pick the convention sponsor number two. Who are we getting sponsored by? We are sponsored by the most legit key site on the internet, G2A. What? Thanks for asking that question. The what? So G2A are a questionably legitimate place to obtain keys for like anything 
game related games, PS Plus, uh, Game Pass, that sort of stuff. G two generally G two A. They're generally the cheapest way of getting keys, but there's a lot of questionability about whether they're it, legit or not. You're saying it far too quick for me. Spell it for me. G G for golf. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. A for alpha. G two A. Okay. Okay, it's fine. Sponsored by I GTA. GTA. I thought it said GTA. It's like sponsored by GTA. It's like he's a bit on the nose with the sponsor there. Lewis, any other sponsors? I had Jurix Tingle as well. Um, not the character from The Legend of Zelda, but the uh, because obviously I was going to get sponsored by Jurix to begin with anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bacon. <laughs> a bacon. Okay, yeah, good choice. Um, and for and for and for completeness, uh, my second sponsor was. It was veggie bacon. Veggie bacon. <laughs> nice. Uh, just out of curiosity, what was your um, what was your tagline, Tyler? Tagline was the one I couldn't get. Like I'm still not sure. I can't know how serious I could how serious I could have taken it. I just went with let's fucking have it. <laughs> let's fucking have it. Nothing says to me buy a ticket like let's. Fucking have it. <laughs> it? How about at least it's not Keely? At least it's not Keely. Yeah, not Keely mm. Fest. That'd be quite good. Yeah. All right, that's the wheel of cheese complete, guys. Like we've just got a nice little white wheel in the middle now. We didn't name it. Sure. We, we we can name it. We didn't name it. That's a good point. I had a tig old bit East Con, but I think we need to change it now. So I'll give you give you the answers of everything that we've gone through. Okay. So it's our convention is based in London. It's presented by reanimated Bruce Forsyth. Uh, that was like a good Ben impression. Tagline, enter clean, leave stinking. It's sponsored by G G2A, GT, G2A. Um, the Rock is going to come out and speak about Free Radical's new game, Time Splitters, which is a remake. Um, the day one song that he's going to come out to is Friday by Rebecca Black. Jorex is the main sponsor of the event. Uh, on day two, Ronald Nontondo, Nontundo is going to come out on Spatoon, Spatoon 3. He's going to talk about that game. There's going to be a green and pink colour scheme all weekend. Uh, Scylla Black will come out, even though she's going to have to be reanimated as well. Um, and she's going to be uh, she's going to be showing a dating game set on Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter, because then you've got a song for that. Now she's back in the atmosphere. Literally, because she's been gone, hasn't she, for a while? So she's come, yeah. she's come down. From yeah, her. I like Maybe it. Maybe she can come down on one of those like invisible wires and just get like yeah. dropped in a little bit. Jaw might be hanging off, but <laughs> just fucking let her go. Again, that, that, that's Scylla, not Kerry Katona again. Um, Sam Lake's going to come out at one point and show off Alan Wake too. Um, Kerry Katona's going to come out, like we said before, tray full of cocaine, showing Bullfrog's theme park remastered. Uh, food stand, Wagamama's, uh, that's serving the Katsu Kerry Katona for the weekend. And uh, also Jollibee's is the second choice for food, serving their um, chicken joy meals, which are absolutely fantastic. We will have vegan options, and we'll have vegetarian options built into those things as well. You can get the non, non-meat Kerry. Katsu Kerry. Mm. All right, so nice. what are we thinking then, name-wise? So I was just gonna. Mine was gonna be called. I'm willing to change it. Initially, it was just. <laughs> it was just gonna be called Stinkerton. But <laughs> I'm willing to change it to Stinkercon. Stinkercon. It will. It That's will make sense because we have got a lot of dead people. Yeah. Stinkerton. 
Uh, have you got a got a name, Tyler? Hmm. No, no, I don't. I've oh. been off vibe this whole time. I'm not on the same wavelength as you guys tonight. <laughs> I'm calling it. We're not going to name it right now. We're going to put all of our answers into Discord. Go over to thecrossplayers.com. Click on the Discord link if you haven't already. Go in there and vote for your favourite name. Uh, and we'll make sure that your voice is heard, preferably on the next episode. So there we go. Happy with that. I think we I think we smashed it. I think that I'd sell. How much would you sell the ticket for? Fiver. Yeah. Fiver. For the whole I weekend. More like... yeah. yeah, for the weekend. Camping pass. Camping. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, how much? Thinking more like 50, 60 quid, somewhere around there for, for a three day pass. Go and mingle with it, people. Well, no, you don't mingle with you don't mingle with presenters. You could do like they may. You don't go all the way to Gamescom to so you can get to high five Jeff Keighley. Well, now come on, like that's that's the dream in it. Not Jeff, but like you do want to go there and you do want to see people, don't you? You want to see like yeah, you want to see people. There's all the north, like you want to. Yeah, maybe high five Jeff Keighley with a baseball bat. (laughs) <laughs> that's aggressive that's that's not on that's disgusting he's, do, he's done nothing wrong and he was disappointed today so lay off him uh, other people poor Jeff other people you should say poor poor Mark Armand poor Sarah Perbrick poor Luke Cooper poor Rebecca Rudranath poor Tyler Renoir poor Jason Frost poor Timothy Ulf poor Alina Saltles, poor Carl Hughes and poor, poor Sean Hughes related Poor Ethan Hunt, very tall, weird head. Uh, poor Kevin Scully. Poor Max Wright. Not even going to go there. Uh, poor Sticky <laughs> Simpson. Poor Nate Ellingsworth. Poor Rune Storm. If you want to join any of these patrons over at patreon.com slash the crossplayers, head on over there and you can pay as little as £2 a month for all of our wonderful wares and you will have our eternal oh eternal grace. And when I say grace, you get to meet Lewis. He gives you a little hug and you get to go away with his divine grace. Exactly. That's exactly why we do what we do. That's that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Here's uh, a, a live hug going to happen. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry, that was a bit rough. <laughs> it's like really shit VR porn. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the rest of our inane ramblings this week. If you're a regular listener, as we said before, head on over to Patreon. Uh, if you've not got social links, head on over to twitter.com slash thecrossplayers uh, to join us over there. We have got an Instagram, it's pretty shit. Uh, you can Discord it, you just go onto links on the crossplayers.com and do that kind of stuff. Uh, last but not least, a big love and hug to yourself, Tyler. See how nice that was? Generous. It's lovely, I appreciate it. Thank it's you, Dan. Very, very high pitch day, you weren't expecting that, it's okay. And uh, Lewis, if you ever find that second AirPod. Oh, she's there. What's that on the front? Right there. What's that on the front of the case? You got a little. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. You got a tramp, cool. tramp stamp on your AirPod case. Free, free engraving. Lewis, where can we find you on a Thursday afternoon? You can anywhere at all. Okay, Tyler, how about Sunday morning? <laughs> Asleep, if I get my way. People say Tyler's easy, just like a Sunday morning. Yeah. And you can find me eating eggs on a Friday evening uh, if you head on over to Discord and pay £25 to... Um... Have you ever had an egg, like a raw egg? Shot it? No. Tyler, I'm looking at you. You look like you've maybe done something simple like that. Like just no. Like just cracked, I've cracked an egg one-handed. In, uh, just straight down. Straight down. Exactly. No. 
but I'm just stupid enough for someone to dare me to do it at some point, and it'll just happen. All right, all right. go on, Lewis. Patreon content right there. Next patron that signs up, you get to be the person that live streams that with Tyler. Him, <laughs> him cracking an egg open on his on his head. Yeah, it's worth Yeah. The problem is, if the egg isn't ready, it will crack my head, not it. That'd be. <laughs> that'd be interesting. Maybe the egg will eat your head. Yeah. That'll work. I don't know. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Have a good evening and goodbye. Good evening. Good evening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>